Welcome to today's talk with Erica. I'm Erica Del Sordo, here to discuss topics that affect people's personal and professional lives. Join me each week as we talk with experts who know how to answer life's questions and ease your mind. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's talk with Erica. Thank you for joining me on yet another Monday of today's talk. I have another very special guest with me today, but please first subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can check out the YouTube channel and all of my audio podcasts in the info section. Now, today I have Reverend Michael J. Cauldron, is currently the senior pastor and administrator at St. Jude Ministries. Reverend Cauldron oversees the operations of the entire ministry, including pastoral internship and training program. He is a sought after motivational speaker who is often requested by corporate groups, professional athletic teams, celebrities, and so many others. Reverend Cauldron is an active police and fire chaplain and is a member of the International Conference of police chaplains. Now, Reverend Cauldron and I first met when he was commander at the Broward Sheriff's Office in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We teamed up on several occasions to discuss current events on the BSO radio station. Welcome, Reverend Michael Cauldron. How are you? It's so great to be here with you. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, it's wonderful, wonderful to be here with you. You're welcome. It's wonderful to be on here with you. The last time we had mics open, it was at that radio station at BSO, and, and that was, it was fun. It was informative. It was a great group of people all the time sitting at the round table. That was, that was great. The All Points Bulletin show. Yes, that's it. The I, all miss the, I miss those days. Me too. Me too. That was great. That was really great. You didn't get your start there, though. I want to give first a little bit of a background as to where you started and how you got started. And then what I'd like to do is kind of move into what I had seen you post on Instagram the other day, and that's everyone needs to embrace gratitude, especially around, we have Hanukkah right now, Christmas is around the corner. Um, I think everyone needs to hear your message. But first, let's talk about your roots. How did this all begin. I know you earned your master's degree from the University of Phoenix and a bachelor's degree in community human services from the State University of New York at Empire State College. So walk me through how you got your start in New York, how you became the commander at BSO and then Reverend Police Chaplain. A program that was called the Upward Bound Program, which essentially was a dual enrollment program, which gave me the opportunity to uh, attend high school and also attend college courses at the same time. Now, that did mean that, that I spent a lot of weekends, evenings, summers uh, going to college while other kids were enjoying their break. But in return, I was able to graduate high school in three years instead of four and to have many other opportunities for advanced standing uh, when I did attend college uh, completely. And, and, you know, um, and, uh, and, you know, I started, I started in law enforcement and that morphed into uh, the mental health arena when I was assigned to a mobile crisis team uh, in conjunction with Columbia Presbyterian Medical Center. And that particular opportunity also provided me uh, the ability to continue my education as well as to get my clinical training and internship right at Columbia. So, you know, I wound up spending a good, uh, a good 10 and a half years with 
Columbia Presbyterian Medical Center, uh, now known as New York Presbyterian Hospital, wow. uh, where I did my clinical training. And, uh, and at that time, also towards, towards the end of that period, uh, started my ministry training, because I also, also ha- uh, have always had a calling to the ministry. And and when you think about it, they're all tied hand in hand in terms of law enforcement, you know, counseling and the ministry. Uh, so many similarities across the board. So when I came down to Florida back in 1998, I didn't think that I would wind up working for a law enforcement agency. And at the time, my first job coming down um, was as a treatment counselor with a drug court, which at the time was under the Broward County uh, Human Services Department. And uh, they were actually taken over by the Broward Sheriff's Office. So I worked Ah. for drug court when they were under human services. And then I worked for drug court when they were under the Broward Sheriff's Office. And then once I was in the Broward Sheriff's Office, uh, held different assignments, including probation, uh, accountability program, which was Star Trek uh, on the detention side, and uh, victim services, which was part of the special victims unit. Uh, I served as a victim advocate, reaching out to victims of, of serious crimes and, and often doing uh, things like next of kin death notifications. And then um, served as uh, as the head of uh, Broward Crime Stoppers and worked as a commander um, and pretty much oversaw Crime Stoppers and other community initiatives. And as you know, also uh, hosted the All Points Bulletin uh, radio show uh, for a number of years as well with Sheriff Al Lamberti. And that so, was Yes. Yeah. We had a great time and, and we were so fortunate to have wonderful folks like yourself um, that, uh, you know, you were on the show several times and we had such a good time. It was a great opportunity to reach out to the community and to really, to really have a a flow of information back and forth. And, Mm -hmm. you know, now in my current position as a police and fire chaplain uh, with the city of Lauderhill, I'm full time. And, uh, and I also assist the city of Hallandale beach uh, in their police department. You know, I'm able to continue serving in the community and also uh, assisting our first responders and uh, and providing them the support and guidance they need so that they can serve the community mm-hmm. so it, it's 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 been a complete circle if you will and I, I'm truly uh, I can say I'm totally satisfied with everything that I've done in my career mm-hmm. and uh, and it's just been it's been a wonderful experience and you know I continue to learn and uh, and continue to help to mentor others uh, in the field as well. That's amazing. You know, you were with the Broward Sheriff's Office for 12 years, so that's a long while. And having, especially, of course, every other aspect you were just discussing is highly important, but having that radio show, I really think that's important for citizens. They, they can hear something. I remember... Um, 
we had several detectives on or undercover officers and they would talk about, you know, what to look out for, who's on the run, uh, what was going on. So those were all fantastic. Yeah. Those were all fantastic things that the public needs to know about and what a, what a great way to get it out there. So that was one of the the best things, but you've really done so much for the community and not even just the Broward Sheriff's office, the Fort Lauderdale area. You've, you've everywhere you go, you're helping. (laughs) Thank you. And, and you know, we, we actually uh, worked several times also with John Walsh when he had America's Most Wanted. That's right. And uh, he came on the show as well. And, and Broward County was, uh, was a frequent spot for him to, uh, to come and, uh, and work uh, for the show. And, and he'd go out with our uh, BSO Fugitive Squad, Sergeant Abby Tiger and her crew. They were just phenomenal, and Abby Tiger was was on the show uh, quite a bit. Pretty much, pretty much every every session that we did, every episode that we did, Sergeant Abby Tiger was there to talk about the the BSO most wanted uh, fugitives. Yeah, and well, we all know why John Walsh is uh, you know favored with with Broward County and why he uh, does so much for Broward as well. We all remember what happened in 1981 when his son Adam Walsh went missing from a Hollywood mall. So yeah, he's done a lot here and and, uh, you know several um, different events I've seen him at myself. So, you know, with the media, so always doing good there. Um, So let's talk about what you're doing, you know, recently, not recently, you've always done this, but, but you, you're always, every, anytime we talk, you're at a wedding, you're doing a wedding, you're officiating a wedding, um, which is wonderful. So talk to me about that, how you got into that, because we've, we've had discussions in the past. I'm a notary public, but I've not married anyone yet but it sounds like something uh, really nice to do. Maybe fun. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? It, it's a nice balance when, when you're dealing with, with tragedy and, and sadness throughout the week. You know, um, aside from officiating at weddings, I also officiate at funerals and celebrations of life, ah. if you will, uh, as well as baptisms. Uh, many, of, uh, many are for babies born of, of the couples that, that have had an opportunity to, uh, to marry. So, uh, you know, it gives me a nice balance after, after a week of dealing with tragedy and sadness uh, to be able to officiate a wedding. In fact, uh, I officiated a, a wedding earlier today. Um, so, so, you know, it, it really, uh, it really kind of sets the tone for my weekends. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's my little, uh, it's my little plus and, uh, and helps me get through, get through what I do. It really does. I'm sure. And by the way, we, I failed to mention that you, you hold several awards yourself throughout all the years. I mean, you've just, you are the guy, let me tell you, but yeah, that's so true. And, and you know what, this all relates back to the whole gratitude discussion that I want to get into in just a moment. We'll talk about that, but that's so true. You go through a very busy week. We had, you know, being a traffic reporter for 15 years down there, no one needs to tell me what Miami traffic looks like. You're stressed out. And then Friday comes and it's like, there's a joyous occasion. You get to officiate a wedding. How nice, because that's that's the reward after sitting in traffic Monday through Friday for what, 50 hours. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) So 
let's talk about, you know, the big reason that I had reached out to you. And I'm so happy that you posted this. And I'm so happy you did because we needed to reconnect anyway. It's been too long. Um, you posted something on Instagram <clears throat> that has to do with gratitude. And I love that message because around Christmas time, we're in Hanukkah right now. Um, a lot of people need to hear these messages, these inspiring messages. There's, there's a lot out there, but maybe not enough. And you posting that really sat with me. And then I thought, because you and I like to share good things with people, I thought, I got to get the word out. Reverend Michael has to come on my show so that we can share this. So I know that your Instagram bit was impromptu, but maybe you can, you can try and replicate that for our followers. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I did it the other day and I posted it. Uh, that was actually my first post that went to IGTV um wow truth be told so uh hopefully i did a good job and uh and it was also posted to uh, to facebook um i had not planned on doing that video at all uh, it was a day that i was extremely exhausted i had only slept about three hours prior i am on call so my phone goes off throughout the night and I had only slept about three to four hours and I was truly, truly exhausted. I was getting ready to, to really call it an early night and, uh, something came into me, you know, uh, I'm going to say it was, it was, uh, inspired by God mm -hmm. to, uh, to sit down and to do a message about gratitude and to really talk about how, you know, not only how the pandemic has affected us and impacted us, but how the silver lining in the cloud throughout the pandemic has been all the benevolence from the people, everyone stepping up to the plate, coming together as a family, supporting one another, supporting different families and individuals. Um, you know, a lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people have lost their source of income throughout the pandemic. And it's been great seeing everyone step up to the plate, if you will. And, uh, and really, my message was all about being a change, being a, an agent of change, impacting someone else. You know, we never realize the battle that someone else is going through. We never realize what they're dealing with. And sometimes it's just a matter of acknowledging them, saying hello, knowing their name. You know, you sit in a restaurant and having a server come and take your order and bringing you your food afterwards. How many of you actually ask them what their name is if they don't have a name tag, you know, on their shirt? Mm -hmm. And uh, I always try to make it a point to ask them their name and to continue to address them as the, uh, you know, by their name mm -hmm. so that they know how significant they are and, uh, and how, how appreciated they are as well. Uh, and, and I think that that's really my message is that it's up to each and every single one of us to appreciate people, to reach out to those that perhaps we haven't been in touch with, uh, to let them know how we feel. You know, tomorrow is promised to no one, and we never know 
when our last day is going to be or when someone else's last day is going to be. And I know I've been in that position where I say, oh, yeah, I'm going to call so-and-so uh, tomorrow or next week. And then all of a sudden they pass away. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I don't have that opportunity. So, you know, my message is you have the opportunity today. Take that opportunity. Let them know how you feel. Let them know how much they mean to you. And, you know, you never know. You may be someone's only hope. You may be the only, you know, the only motivation they have. Mm -hmm. um, we just never know. That's you very just never true. Know. Because you can be the inspiration for them. Um, a lot of times, and it happens to all of us, I don't care who you are, when, when you're down in the dumps and stuff is going on in your life and it's just you're not seeing through the mud, it's very difficult to stay positive and be grateful. And Absolutely. I know that's easier said than done. Um, it really is. I mean, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I know that I've said stuff to people going through time. They look at me like cockeyed, like, you want me to give thanks right now? You nuts? Right. Right. <laughs> you know? And then when you're going through something, you're like, wow, I really said that to them. <laughs> right, right, so right. Maybe some people need an extra boost of, of inspiration, like you said, because it's, it's tough to see through the mud when it's all piling on top of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's why, um, you know, when you reached out to me to come on, um, I, I could have thought of 10 different reasons why I couldn't do it this week, but I couldn't think of one good reason. And I really, you know, you've always been a special person to me and, and a Thank special you. friend. And, you know, um, we may not talk every day, but, but that doesn't mean that, that it takes away from, from how special you are. And, uh, and when you reached out to me, I was so touched and I was like, you know what, I'm going to make this happen. I mean, like, you know, as busy as the day is and, and we have, you know, we got a bunch of things going on. I'm like, we're going to make this happen. I don't care how we do it. We are going to make this happen. Oh, you know, thank you. Because, you know, again, you know, uh, good friends are hard to come by. And, uh, and I think that each of us, um, each of us is responsible to, to be a motivating factor to our friends and to be there for each other. And that's what I think it's about. I think life is all about showing up. Life is all about being there for the people that need you. And, you know, and when all is said and done and when our mission is complete, God calls us home. We just don't know when that's going to be. We don't know when our mission is complete. No, not at all. Not at all. This year alone, I lost uh, three family members uh, and my cat. Sorry. So, yeah. um, you, you know, some I know struggling with cancer, you kind of see it coming. Uh, others, it's out of left field. Yeah, yeah. So, and you never know when that is and you don't want to hold any regrets. Absolutely. And, and Erica, I, I can't even tell you right now off the top of my head how many people I've lost personally this past year, oh gosh, uh, whether sorry. it was due to whether it was due to COVID or cancer. I'm not sure which is which is the, the greater of the two. Um, but I can tell you that I've lost people close to me on both sides. And, 
it hurts. It hurts. Um, but I also know that those people would want us to continue and they'd want us to continue spreading love and gratitude. And, and, and that's why I say, you know, we have to be grateful for every moment that we have. We have to appreciate the friends and family we have. We need to appreciate every moment that we have. You know, um, it's easy to get into a rut and think about, oh, you know, I don't have this or I don't have that or what I have is not good enough. Well, you know what? You've got a heck of a lot more than a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we really need to appreciate those things. And you can't take it to heaven with you. That's right. You know. That's right. Absolutely. You got to remember that. It's not, I mean, and, and that's, that's tough to, because I think of these things as well. Well, it's, it's just stuff at the end of the day, because when you pass, it's not, where's it going? That's right. It's staying here to rust. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and again, you really can't put a price or a value on the love you get from family and friends that unconditional acceptance, you know, um, that appreciation that you get, you really can't put a price on that. You really, there, there is no value. It's, it's beyond a value, but the only thing you can do is enjoy every moment that you have with each other. And, and that's why we need to step up to the plate. We need to help one another. If you know someone who's struggling reach out to them, you know, uh, continue to practice random acts of kindness. Um, you know, you just never know. Uh, this wedding that I just, you know, I was at earlier, I had a couple come up to me and, and they have, uh, they have some issues going on, you know, like we all do, especially during this pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, it started raining the wedding was delayed. There's a reason why all of that happened. It gave me an opportunity to spend time with them and to talk with them. Mm -hmm. So I know that it was meant to be. It was meant to be. The wedding actually started about almost two hours later than the scheduled time. Wow. And, and you know what? Um, I was okay with that because I knew that there was a specific reason for that. And, and uh, again, I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> it's the way things work, right? God has yeah. a plan. He plans it out specifically and perfectly. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Couldn't agree with you more. Right? Well, thank you. Do you have anything coming up that we should know about? Anything that you want to get out there? Um, you know, um, I have my podcast as well. And, and I know that you're going to be coming on as a guest. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. I just moved uh, just moved the podcast from Blog Talk over to Anchor. Okay. And uh, and it's great because Anchor puts it out on Spotify and Apple iTunes, et cetera. I so <laughs> it's yes, wonderful. it's great. It's great. <laughs> so it's anchor.fm uh, forward slash Michael Calderon show. And uh, I have some great guests that are going to be coming on in the next few weeks. And, uh, and we're going to be having Erica Del Sordo <laughs> as a guest awesome. as well. Because um, you know what, Erica, I love talking to you. And I know that uh, we could sit here and talk for hours. We could. <laughs> and it would go by very quickly. It would. It would. It you know? would. 
Well, that's wonderful that you have your own show. I'm going to have all of your links where everyone can find you in the info section. Plus, uh, if you're watching YouTube, you can see those links uh, up on the screen. So thank you so much. Awesome. This, is, this is really wonderful, very inspiring. And you've got so much you know, under your belt. Um, thank you. So much to give really to everyone. So this was a wonderful message just before we go into the Christmas holiday next. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, and many blessings to you and, and to all of your followers and, and all those, you know, that are tuning in. Uh, I hope that, that they subscribe to your YouTube channel. I've been a, a subscriber for some time and, uh, and I hope that they connect with you and with me on social media. Cause, uh, you know what, Erica, we've got a lot to say. <laughs> we do, we do. And you'll have to be back on my show in 2021. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Thank you, Reverend Always Michael Calderon. Thank you very much. Thank have you. A Thank evening. you. You as well. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's talk with Erica. Join me next week for another discussion with the experts who help make life easier. Please visit my website, ericadelsordo.com, where you'll find all of my social media platforms and more. And be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Once again, thanks for listening.